Welcome to another episode of Black Ass Podcast. The podcast so black. If it was a Hannah Uno, it'd be a skip you, skip you, reverse, draw two, draw four. The color is green, Uno, and I'm out. Shout out to Family Fights Over Uno. This episode, I am talking entanglements, lost luggage stores, De Niro, out of De Niro. All that and more on this episode of Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. Hey Cheryl, alright, I see you girlfriend. Hey man, get your ass out the street. Who goddamn kids is these? What up y'all? Hey, hi, hi. <laughs> I'm giving y'all the Karen remix. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming back for another episode. Big shout out to everybody that came to the Black Ass pre-show. That happens on the Black Ass Podcast IG Live right around like 6.30 every Tuesday. Um, So I was just in there talking. I was sharing another video that just almost brought me to tears. Just black people finding joy doing anything right now is just, ugh. My heart, I, my heart will go on and on. Uh, <laughs> um, so another week of this shit. I don't. I mean, what are we doing? I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's just another week of this shit. We in the shit. We in the midst. Uh, Want to kick things off with, of course, a review. Thank you guys so much for just you know following directions and just being like, let me going over here and we'll drop a review so this review comes in from kiki low low first of all i love that name so come with it kiki low low uh best podcast for exclamation points that mean it's official uh five stars because <laughs> i'm a five a a okay it says, this podcast is the blackity blackest show, and I love it. Hadia says what she feels, and is always real, and keeps it a hundred. Word. Two Virgils. Here, you get informed, comedy, and an ab workout from laughing. If you are a fan like me, you already know. And if you're not, you better ask somebody and get your life. Word. Tell them to get their life. You better get your life. Uh, so thank you so much to, um, Kiki Lolo for that review. If you want to also have your review read on the show, then you can follow the link tree. It says, uh, leave a review right there on the link tree. Drop them five stars. Okay. Don't, don't do that. Don't do me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here five stars at this point, you get five stars for effort. Cause it's, it's a whole pandemic. You know what I mean? I could legit be on the couch eating my favorite junk food, which is, I ain't going to say it cause I need a sponsorship first, but it's my favorite. And if you know me, I got one, I got at least got the remnants of it under my fingernails. Cause a bitch goes off anyway. So follow the link, leave the review. I'll read it on the show. Thank you so much, Kiki Lolo. Uh, and then I had a little surprise come in to the Venmo. And I said, you know what? Won't he do it? Well, won't she do it? Shout out to Anna Phillips. Drop me a little something in the Venmo. I looked up and that just it just said Black Ass Podcast. And you know what? My heart, I was just like, Thank you. Let, let me go and hit this little grocery store. Let me hit the weed spot. Let me do. So I mentioned earlier that the 
Patreon page is back open. The village is open, which means if you would like to help me bring you guys a podcast, want to put a little something on it, if you will, patreon.com slash black ass podcast that link is also in the link tree and you can just sign up to just throw me a little something every month a little something yeah now uh but if you don't have it and i completely understand and you just got a little something on you at the time then you can hit me on venmo and or cash app and that's uh at sign or money sign hr comedy so thank you guys uh who have already donated big shout out to Anna Phillips and anybody else who happens to come through when this episode drops, it means the world. And I really appreciate it. So boom, let's get into it. Cause you know, we only got what about 25 minutes and or so. So want to kick it off with a word. So this word comes in from Gabby Sudebay, the actress you've seen her in the movie precious. You've also seen her in the series empire. Boom. The word was don't lay your edges for that zoom meeting girl. They don't deserve that amount of jam. And I'm, let me tell you something. When I read it, I said, amen. I am absolutely somebody when I get on the zoom meeting, if I don't have to turn my camera on, I don't. Why are we out here turning cameras on on a Zoom meeting? You know my voice. You hear my voice. Let's make this a podcast meeting. You don't need to see my face. You don't need to see my background. Do you understand the effort it takes? Everybody not taking the pandemic well. Let's start there. Everybody is processing it in their own way. Some people <clears throat> have been in the same jogging pants for four to five days. I say four to five days because guess what? I've lost count of what day it is. So that means if I turn my camera on and we've already been on a Zoom call, you're going to see that I'm just about wearing the same outfit. Now I got to go and clean up my background. Now I got to dust off a little bit because once you open, once you open that door, you get self-conscious. It's almost like you're allowing somebody into your house and depending on how you grew up and how you was raised, you can't just be letting people come in your house and your house not prepared. I've talked about this numerous times. You got to, you bringing people over to the house, you got to get them baseboards. You got to get them walls. You got to get them light switches, the door handle. The last thing I want is somebody to grab a door handle in my house and it's sticky. Yikes. If I'm at somebody else's house and I grab a door handle and it's sticky, if I go to open up your refrigerator and yes, I'm going in your refrigerator. If you invite me in your house, I'm absolutely going to your refrigerator because I want something to drink. I want to see what kind of life you live in. Okay. You got grape juice in there or do you have grape drink? I need to know what kind of friend you're about to be in my life. Okay. If you got grape juice, if you have a juice, if you have water and like Perrier and bubbly water, then I'm like, okay, a little refinement there. If you got just straight up grape drink and I'm not, you know, I'm not judging. It just means that I'm calling you for different things. You got the bubbly water. I'm like, hey, girl, they having a reading. They doing a museum. They curating. You know what I mean? You got great drink in your refrigerator. I'm like, girl. <laughs> This bitch tried it. I need you to roll through and see what's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so ridiculous. So, um, 
this this word hit me. It hit me in my spirit, and it really just solidified for me that as long as my background is clean, you're gonna get this regular ass face. That's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get you're gonna get this head wrap, and you might not understand it. And I'm if you're a white person, you're like, oh my god, it's so ethnic. Yes, bitch, it's about to be et- ethnic. That's what it's gonna be because I'm not about to be wasting hair products. I'm not wasting the curly girl. I'm not wasting my Camille Rose. I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting that ex- that really really good shea moisture. Mm-mm. The one that one Jane Carter that you laid out when you really want your shit to shine. I'm not doing that. No, you don't deserve it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna face my computer so the light from outside hits me just in the right way, and I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna kick everything behind me off to the sides. So that it looks like it's clear. I'm going to put a plant or something in the background, deep in the background. And then that's just going to be it. Or I'm just going to face that bitch toward the wall and you're going to get whatever face I bring to you. But you're not going to get the edges laid. Because like Gabby Gabby Sudebe said, (laughs) you don't deserve it. (laughs) All right, so let's get into these stories. Of course, I'm going to touch real quickly on Will and Jada. I feel like, what what can I say that hasn't been said? What can I say that hasn't already been a meme? I'm telling you, I think instead of talking about Will and Jada, I just would like to shout out black people for continuing to uplift us in this time of turmoil, for continuing to bless us with the comedy and creativity and just levity that we need in this time. I mean, yes, the Will and Jada situation, it was actually kind of messed up. I'm looking at Will, I'm looking like, damn, I got to figure out how I can get him some pussy because it it just felt heavy for him. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm not the only person. I feel like most women watch that like, oh, man. I should suck his dick. I should just do it because it just seemed like he was hurting in that moment. And, you know, I hit him with the, right? It just, for a moment. I feel like I'm sure it's probably, he probably was getting his dick sucked as he was giving an interview. And to me, that was like, word. Go off, sir. I just, I'm maybe I'm a freak. I don't know. But I'm just into... Grown people doing whatever the fuck they want to. And the rest of the world just has to deal. I'm a fan of it. But uh, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge all of the black people. Because the amount of memes. <sighs> Sometimes I just wish black people could put their creativity someplace where nobody could get it. Like where we could have access to it because it's just a part of our, you know, it's just a part of the community. But if you're not black, you literally have to pay to get in. Sometimes I think that I, I not even think that I truly feel that sometimes in my spirit and in my heart because it's too much good shit going around that's free. And then what happens is black people spend all their time. They didn't use every app under the sun to make these amazing, funny, creative things. And then some website just does the top 10 things that black people did. That was great. Right. And then that website gets all the money and black people still at home coming up with the next great thing. It's not fair. So shout out to all those black people. Um, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Wakanda will be, will be proud. <laughs> but, um, what I do want to mention in, uh, I just want to say it's some about the word entanglement that kind of took on a life of its own for me. 
And I love the fact that Jada kept it so cute. It was almost like, I think that was the other part that, that made me look at Will like, oh, he is pissed off because it wasn't even like, she of course owned up to it. And they both kind of like had their moment of, you could tell that this is their thing. You know, it's like they, you could kind of more so see their bond as they came together and even talk to talk through what happened. But I love the fact that it was like, Will's telling her, Oh, tell them what happened. And she was like, what? <laughs> it was an entanglement. It's like entanglement. Don't even sound like an affair. It sounds like a sexy wrestling match. Entanglement sounds like some shit you do with, like coated in oil, right? But it's it's like healing. <laughs> I feel like entanglement is some shit that you go to a shaman and you take some ayahuasca and then you just kind of roll your body into some mud or something. I don't know. I've never taken ayahuasca. I don't even know what that's like. I do want to take it. But I'm just saying, entanglement does not sound like an affair. I feel like that was the perfect word to use in this scenario, in this situation. And it was just like, Mwah. you can't even get mad. It's more so like a think piece. It may Made me want to be like, ooh, entangled. Shit. Like, go off, Jada. I'm here for it, sis. She said, Oh, it was a I got into an entanglement with Aug. Now that is where I felt like, okay, sis, now you been don't be don't be using your don't be using your side dude nickname in front of me because now that's gonna make me feel a type of way. That makes me feel like that's how you refer to him. When I'm not around, like uh, that's y'all, your pet name. That's the equivalent of Bay to me. Aug, like, uh uh. Uh uh. That's the part where I felt like if Will would have got up and just left through a chair, flipped the table over, I'd have been like, go off, son. And then I really would have been like, I'm sucking his dick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's just, maybe that's my love language. I don't know. It's been a long quarantine, y'all. Deal with it. It is what it is. Um, but I want to, uh, I'm going to leave that there. That's that on that. I really, there's nothing else I can add to their story that hasn't already been said or made into a meme. But I want to get into the this week's celebrity life lesson, which I think uh, it doesn't even come from Will or Jada. It actually comes from 50 Cent. Now, uh after the interview aired, 50 Cent reached out to Will Smith, like, on some real G shit. I thought that was dope. It said, yo, Will, you all right over there? Yeah, I'm cool. I appreciate your concern, my brother. I don't do voices. You got to just deal with it. I just want to differentiate. <laughs> but why she tell you that shit on the show for everybody to see? Hey, we broke up. She did her. I did me. That's Will. Here come 50. Then she said she only can get permission for somebody to blow her back out. Fuck you, 50. <laughs> Wait, what I do? And scene. <sighs> okay, I'm I don't follow 50 Cent. I'm not a fan of his. But 50, after this exchange and conversation, he posted it to his social media. And I feel like at this point, we're very clear about who 50 Cent is. He, he has proven that he's a bully. He's a troll. That's just kind of his brand on so online and on social media. And I, it's not hot to me. It's a very much a turn off. Not that, you know, he looking for me to be turned on, but just it, when I see shit like that from dudes, it's not hot. I'm, I immediately, it's cringy. It's like, ugh, 
grow the fuck up. You know what I mean? It's like 50. You damn near 50, bro. At what point do you pull your shit together? Um, <clears throat> so essentially the, celeb- the celebrity life lesson is when people show you they're a piece of shit, believe them. And I think when, for people who like 50 cent, he's not somebody that you should have access to or should have access to you. Somebody like him for Will Smith don't be texting me, nigga. Like, don't don't be in my inbox on that. Me and you not going back and forth. If I was Will, I'd have left it at, yeah, I appreciate your concern, my brother, and then leave it there. Because 50 is the type of dude, it don't matter what level of fame you are or what level of fame he is, he's going to be that person. So the lesson for all of us is when you see somebody and you see how they move and it definitely if they doing real like dirtbag shit to other people, don't think that that's not going to come back and bite you in the ass at some point. Don't think that you are above catching that same kind of heat from that person because that's who they are. So thank you to 50 Cent. I already know. <laughs> 50 Cent hit my inbox. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> Unless, you know, he want to put some money behind my Black Wall Street project. Then, hey, 50. <laughs> All right. So... Um, what else is going on? Y'all, Robert De Niro is going broke. That's right. You heard it. Robert De Niro is, he, he's just not going to make it. Uh, it was reported that he is only making $7.5 million this year. Y'all like, what are we going to do for Robert De Niro? He, matter of fact, he said he'll be lucky if he makes 7.5 million this year, like, God damn, do we start a GoFundMe? I mean, can we, what can we do? Do we, can we donate somewhere? Maybe it's like a lemonade stand we can get going for this man. What can we do to help him? Cause 7.5 million this year, that's what he going to make. Is that enough for water? And like, (laughs) first of all, I'm being an asshole. And I don't know what that man's expenses are. So I'll say that. But just to put into the world that he may only make $7.5 million, don't do that. Don't Not right now. Not when people ain't worked in the last four months. Not when people right now can't afford nothing. Like literally risking their lives going food shopping for other people because that's the only way that they can make money for their family. Like literally risking life and limb. Literally risking bringing coronavirus into the house that could like completely end up killing everybody in their family. And... You over there complaining about only making $7.5 million, sir. If you don't shut the fuck up, you know how many old ass people your age are sitting in a damn nursing home, coronavirus, doing a Harlem shake all over they, just all over they breathing, <laughs> breathing machine. And, and you over here talking about, now I, listen, I get it. He probably has a $20 million house. I'm sure he has unlimited cars. I'm sure he has so much stuff. The expenses. Cause that's the thing. It's like, it's one thing to make a lot of money. It's another thing to have a lot of expenses. And the more money you make, the more expenses you have paying lawyers, paying this and that paying doctors. Hell, this man old as hell. So who knows what kind of medication he has to pay for the driver, the gardener, the person who comes and turns the bed over and do the work at the house. He recently got divorced and his wife, his estranged wife, Grace Hightower, 
called for an emergency to bump her monthly American Express credit card limit from $50,000 to $100,000. Yikes. Oh, mm. I mean, sis, what all are you getting right now? Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm so confused. And then y'all putting all that shit on a credit card. That's how I know I, ain't, I, 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 my brain cannot fathom the kind of money that these people are spending. And I need to work on that because how you going to make money if you can't envision having money? Like, that's a real ass thing. You have to see yourself. It has to be real in your own head that you have, you will have money like that. But when I saw $7 million, I said, let me tell you something. You give me $7.5 I'm off the grid. I, I'm doing this podcast from the rainforest somewhere. Like, I'm just growing potatoes somewhere. I'm not out here trying to be among everybody else. Like, $7.5 I'm done. Retire me. <laughs> Give me one of them little boats. Something. I'm doing something, but I'm not doing this. I tell you that shit right now. 7.5. Woo. I'm in the house trying to flip that shit on some Coke shit. <laughs> I'm going to be Pablo Escobar for like two weeks. And then I'm clocking out the game. <laughs> but, yo, he supposedly is what I didn't know. He's um he has investments in Nobu and the Greenwich Hotel. That's in New York. So I get it. You know, that's not the money coming in that you would normally get, I'm sure. But to say out of your face at a time like this that you only gonna make 7.5 you'll be lucky if you make 7.5 you fucking right you you lucky <laughs> you goddamn right you lucky jesus oh uh, all right so prayers and thoughts and prayers to robert de niro in this very difficult time <laughs> all right so i read this online and i this kind of rubbed me the wrong wrong way a new online store is letting you buy items from people's lost luggage and i'm putting that in quotes because luggage isn't just lost like this person didn't come all the way to the airport to drop off some luggage that they didn't ever want again this isn't something that just left that's left on the train this is was brought by a person in hopes of getting it at the destination, wherever the fuck they were going. That's why I don't, when I travel, I try not to ever check a bag. I don't care if I'm going for two weeks. I am not checking my bag because I have definitely, thankfully, I've never not gotten my bag back. It's never been a situation where I travel with a bag and they just was like, well, your bag went to the moon and I don't know when they going to the moon again. Like it wasn't like that, but I've definitely landed. And then they tell me, oh, your bag ain't making. So then I got to spend a whole day wearing the same clothes. I rode on a stinking disgusting ass plane on, you know, that's why I all, always have at least one pair of drawers in my carry on. If you're not doing that now, when outside open up and we can go places, always 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 pack you at least one pair of drawers in your carry-on pack that in your carry-on pack your toothbrush and toothpaste in your carry-on pack your face wash just enough that you can get through for if you need a day or something you know women you got to have your your stuff for your stuff you know what I mean but 
And some condoms, because, I mean, if you traveling, <laughs> if that's what you're going for, then <laughs> I'm just playing. Sorry. It's such a long quarantine. So, um, but that's why, I don't, that's why I don't put stuff under the plane. They're saying, y'all, that a staggering 24.8 million bags were misdirected or lost in by airlines in 2018. 24.8 million bags. And it was down from 46.9 million in 2007. I'm sorry. This sounds like a hustle. This sounds absolutely like, yo, y'all got 10 minutes to come get this bag. If you fuck around and come off that plane and go to the bathroom and think you're going to grab a quick donut before you come get your bag and see what happened. Because there's no way. Did any bags make it? First of all, 46.9 million bags. Did any bags make it in 2007? Did anybody get to their destination and actually get the bags that they travel with? Because that number sounds unbelievable. For the last 50 years, unclaimed baggage has operated as a massive 50,000 square foot brick and mortar store in Scottsboro, Alabama. Who even knew? So if you've lost luggage in the past, your whole life. <laughs> if your mama lost luggage when she traveled the past 50 years, if your mom, if your grandmama, when she was young and popping and thotting in the streets, when she went on her little cruise with her homegirls, if she lost one of her bags on the way to the cruise ship, that shit has been sitting in Scottsboro, Alabama for the past however long. These shoppers, they can peruse clothes, diamond jewelry, shoes, musical instruments, sports equipment, and much, much more. They're leaving the brick and mortar behind, and now they're dragging your shit online. So not only did they take your shit, now they're taking pictures of it and putting it online. So my question is, can you then go back and reclaim it? And there's some cute shit up here. They got diamond rings and necklaces. There is a diamond ring up here for $3,500. Yo, this some shit, you should, you should be able to fight people for this. You should absolutely be able to go and somebody got to catch some hands. There's a $765 white gold engagement band. How grimy is that? That it is your, you're probably off to some vacation where you're going to propose to your girl that you've been with. She got it in her head that, Oh my God, he's proposing. He asked me to go. We're going to go to Tulum and I know it. He's going to propose and then get there, get your bag. The ring, the ring ain't in there. And now your relationship messed up because she's like, I've waited so long and you promised. And I gave you three years of my life. You asshole. And now your whole trip is fucked up. They y'all they got somebody swim bottoms on here. Now what you won't do is put my drawers on here. Now that's a level of disrespect that I just will not stand for for whoever this happens to be. You don't be putting people drawers and shit on there. That's rude as hell. Let me see what they got on here. Cause some of this shit I ain't even mad at. Some of this shit look like I need to. <laughs> they got shampoo. The expensive shit. They got shampoo. They got essential oils. Yo. So I'm what I'm wondering is, do they and this shit is way more expensive than off if you get it at Amazon. Y'all, they got somebody wig. Lord, 
take me now. They got an eight inch natural colored curly wig. Somebody grandmama got to the cruise ship. She is ready to turn the fuck up and her goddamn wig is not in her bag. They done lost the luggage piece with grandma wig in it. You know what? This ain't nothing but the devil. And I don't think nothing good going to come to whoever decided that they was going to do this. This is the work of a demon. I'm telling you how you out here selling people stuff that they done packed and brought. And this shit is not cheap. Yo, this is, this a Republican. This some shit a Republican did. Y'all, they selling, uh, <laughs> they, they selling somebody's white diamonds. First of all, you know that's a grandma bag that is the bag that that wig was in and and them purple bottoms yo it is so many wigs on here i don't even know what's happening right now wow unclaimedbaggage.com y'all log on there and go see if they got your shit and see if you can get get your stuff back now that i'm thinking about it think about how many people just said oh i'm sorry we can't find it because i've definitely been back and forth with them waiting for a bag and just kind of felt like man fuck that bag because you get so frustrated and fed up so how many people just got frustrated and fed up and just decided all right y'all can just have this bag i don't even care y'all they got toys and games that mean they done took some babies' toys. They got stuffed animals on here, onesies. Woo! Mm, mm, mm. The devil has been busy for the last 50 years. <laughs> All right, so the last story I'm going to get into is about a 15-year-old girl, child, who um, didn't do her online schoolwork, so she was sent to a juvenile detention center. This happened in Michigan. This girl is 15 years old. She's a child. And because she didn't do her homework, online homework, she was ended up being sent to a detention center. And when I read the headline, I immediately knew it was a black girl, right? And they're saying, due to confidentiality, whatever. But I'm like, it's a black girl. Because this would never happen to a white girl. This would never happen to a white child. This would never be something that would cross a judge's mind to say, okay, I know what this child needs. What about this is even a little, like, how is she going, how is this going to help her in any way? If she is stuck at home, unable to do her online homework, which I'm, I don't know my neighbor's business like that, but I tell you what, I know them kids ain't did nobody goddamn homework. The way they loud as hell running around here all fucking day they ain't doing nobody's homework and to be honest so what I mean yes you want them not you don't want them to fall behind but it's a fucking pandemic outside and I am a fully formed adult okay I do I've done all the maths been through all all of the theorems okay I've done the school thing been out in the world travel all that shit no wet spots in my in my skull none of that right and when I tell y'all I am struggling. I am struggling. I don't, I got a place to stay. I got food in my house. I got way more food than I actually need, but there is nothing that I necessarily need or require right now. But when I tell you I am struggling with this pandemic. So imagine a 15 year old little girl. She hasn't seen her friends, probably hasn't hung out. Even if she was out being ratchet and doing little bad shit, that's still some form of community. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would 
kill to be able to be out in the world at a happy hour being loud, yelling at people, catcalling dudes and shit, asking, trying to see if I can get somebody to buy me some fries or some shit. You know, hitting on bitches' boyfriends. I would kill for it. I'm, I can't wait till I can have a random encounter in somebody's bathroom. Can't wait. It's going to be great, right? So I'm struggling. And this little girl is just, she's struggling. It's a lot to process. And I read the article and uh, about her history and a lot of the things and run-ins that she's had with her mom and just conflicts that she's dealt with and been dealing with. And so I'm not saying that this little girl is an angel by no means. But what I'm saying is, where is the investigate? Like, where is someone being curious enough to say, well, why is this happening? Because it's so easy to be like, oh, you bad as hell. And then that's it. But that has to be coming from someplace. And so when people are, when I say defund the police or people say defund the police, I want the funds that police that are going to police for their goofy ass outfits and shit that they don't really need the, the tanks and the unlimited tear gas and the fireworks that they've been letting off since goddamn March. Right. Those funds can be, that can go to programs that can help children in these situations. They can go back into the school system, go back into after school programs, go back into uh, the programs that help little kids get their first job. Let me tell you something. I could easily have been this little 15 year old girl. Maybe not with my mom. My mom would have fucked me up. But what I'm saying is, is that when you don't have some kind of outlet, when you don't have nowhere to go, you get into some bullshit. I mean, that's just the nature of a life. If you don't have anywhere to be, to anywhere to be anywhere where there are adults that are monitoring and just kind of a safe haven, especially as a young child, you going to get into some bullshit. I had my after school programs. I had, um, I remember getting my first job. I played basketball since I was like 12 years old. So the, uh, me having that as an outlet, I had no chance to get into some bullshit because for me, it was like, yo, I gotta be, I gotta keep my grades up so that I can keep playing basketball. I gotta keep playing basketball so that I can get a basketball scholarship. I get to get the basketball scholarship. Then I can get some money and, you know, get a degree, get the money. So I had that lined up in my head, but we're talking about children right now who are going through a pandemic, children who are in places and spaces and, and counties and where there are no after school programs, there's no outlet for them. And this little girl in an all white, like all white surrounding on an all white district, I'm not making excuses for it, but what I'm saying is sometimes as a little black kid, you need to be around some black ass people. And that's just period point blank. You need to, you need that sense of I'm with people who get and understand what I'm going through. They get the little words I'm saying, they get the slang, they can do the little dance step. We on TikTok together, whatever, whatever. It's just same thing. I'm sure with white kids, I'm same thing with Asian kids. You want to have that sense of community uh, with your own and there's nothing wrong with that. So anyway, I just feel so bad for this little girl. And it's so unfortunate that people are so quick to throw away little black girls when they going through something as opposed to finding a way to connect with them and get to the root of what's happening and somehow get her the help she needs being putting her in this detention center is not help detention centers are jail period they are jail and in the midst of a pandemic 
I feel like this, this whole system is failing this little girl. And I feel like there not only needs to be help for this little girl, there needs to be help for her mama. There's something going on with her and her mama that they need help with. And it's not going to be throwing her into a detention center, i.e. throwing her away. So the, um, the judge's name, I'm going to write a letter. I hope everybody else writes a letter. Her name is judge Mary Ellen Brennan of the Oakland County family court division and leave it up to black Twitter, honey. They probably already got pictures of her, got her high school yearbook, know which, which Starbucks she go to to get the frap with her daughter that's having problems. Cause she can't see her friends due to the coronavirus. You get what I'm telling you. So, um, whatever information I find, I will definitely be posting it to the website. If you have any connections to the Oakland County family court division, please inbox me. I would love to reach out to them and just try to see what we can do as a whole nation of people who read this story to try to get this little girl some help, maybe get her mama some help, get them into a better position because throwing her away is not the answer. All right. So that wraps it up. I'm going to leave it right there. Don't forget every Tuesday at six 30, uh, <laughs> I'll do this every week, six 30 Pacific nine 30 Eastern. I'm doing the black ass pre-show. So if you have any pictures of what you're doing in quarantine, inbox me and or if there's a question or something you want me to answer online with your name or anonymous, you can do that. Um, and that's happening on the Black Ass Podcast IG Live. Um, of course, make sure you're following the podcast, Black Ass Podcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can find everywhere you can hear the podcast right in the link tree in the bio. Um the black ass village is open big shout out to anna phillips once again for the venmo look shout out to kiki lolo for the review um if you want to have your review read online make sure you follow the link in the bio and drop five stars and the review <sighs> that was a lot all right y'all keep your head up everybody wash your hands wash your ass that does it for me i'm out